When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Black and White Podcast, where life might not be black and white, but we are. I'm Katie. And I'm Marie. Hello, everybody. Hello. (laughs) How are you doing this week? Um, I am doing okay. Um, I've... I'm going, it's like I'm going through some like weird stuff, like stressful, but I'm also feeling better because I've like got a good, I've got a new, a new, uh, I've got an NP. She's not a doctor, but it's funny because I find that NPs a lot of time give you a little bit more time and help and like, um, that's nice. What does that stand for? Nurse practitioner. So they have to have a doctor sign off on everything they do. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they get to, like, and I, I've hear, heard this from other people too. And all my experiences with NPs have been um, similar. But basically, we're really kind of trying to evaluate the medication that I've been on for years. Just and like, I'm off of it now. But we're trying to. It's like that weird, like, changing your antidepressant is mm-hmm. a huge deal if you're doing it yeah. correctly. Like, I know some people just like to drop it, and they're like, "I'm not taking this anymore." Not safe to do uh, at all. Um, <laughs> so we're managing. We're just trying to figure it out and what's working and, you know, how it affects me physically. And um, also it's this weird time of me not being on my, the same medications I've been on for years. So I'm going through some like emotional stuff, some up and downs. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's, but it's nice to like be dealing with that and have somebody I really want to talk to about it. And um, then we have, uh, I've got, I had my first session with my new therapist yesterday. Oh, how'd that go? That was great. Like I was crying like five minutes into it. (laughs) (laughs) My therapist, when she met me and she tells this to like everyone, she's like, when I first met Katie, she wouldn't stop crying. And I was like, okay, well that's great. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like this there's is a reason why. <laughs> yeah. yeah life sucks <laughs> and nobody's listening anyways right hey tonight about that <laughs> yeah i really like that um or you know my mom used to always say she used to always say can't complain nobody's listening anyways um Ooh. <laughs> that might be a good tagline yeah. what if we just call the podcast can't complain and then like a little yeah. underneath like a little parenthetical nobody's listening, nobody's listening. <laughs> yeah I, I feel like that's cute i love it um but we just got our email address that's the only thing i'm worried about is we just got our email address no, i'll i'll ask them about it. i'm sure it's not a big deal because <laughs> emails are a dime a dozen you know like yeah, uh, fair enough and I still Fair haven't enough. even logged into that thing yet. So, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how my week has been. Um, what about you? <sighs> oh no! It, it it's 
it's almost comical at this point. Um, and if anybody is listening who is a Geekscape person, um, you'll know that for a while I have been saying that I have been on hold for a very cool, very big job. Um, <laughs> basically, I and I can talk about it now because they're done. But um, I was up for a really great role in, on G4, um, producing and writing and doing a bunch of stuff. And I was very excited. And I kept my start ga- date kept getting thrown back. I was basically offered this job about like three times. And um, after the second time I, that they were like, we're, we're gonna have to push some stuff back. And then I heard that they had some layoffs. I was like, okay, um, this is probably not going to happen and that's okay. You know, that's just one of the the dream jobs. Like it's not the dream job. It's just one of them. So like I'm made peace with it, you know, whatever. I was upset, but I was like, whatever. Um, I was also up to audition for Smosh, which is part of G4 as well. Um, a couple times. The first audition uh, was the week that I got COVID. And the second time they had to move it back because they had some hiring freezes, much like G4 and X-Play and all that. Um, And then that that audition got moved Uh, Monday of last week. It was supposed to be Thursday of last week. And then Wednesday of last week, I got another email from X-Play saying, we'd still love to have you. Can you meet with us one more time? And I was like, okay. But I gave them like very specifics and, I was like, hey, guys, um, just want you to know that, like, I'm, I'm not going to be doing any trial periods. I, I'm going to be requesting yeah. this is my salary. I'm not going to be doing any. I was like, I'm a hard yes. If you give me a contract, that's all I ask. Yeah. And they were very apologetic for the experience. And, you know, they were like, we had a really great, beautiful talk. And I will say that, like, the producers at that place were phenomenal and very, very on top of it and and kind and they were like we'll we'll also be communicating with you more um and i was like great and so i started to get hopeful again on thursday and i was like we're doing this um sunday rolls around and a deadline article starts circling everything that comcast has pulled g4 so um oh my god Everyone really? at the company is laid off. So even if they oh made it past the first layoffs, yeah. So um, to their credit, they did communicate with me, which is impressive because a lot of people got locked out of their emails and no one could go back to the office. And pick, like they're shipping their stuff back to them. They're they're not allowed to go in. Um, oh, God. So I was pretty fucking heartbroken and. I I just feel a little despondent right now and I feel like it's a big thing in the entertainment industry that like a lot of projects a lot of things are being canceled put on the back burner never will see the light of day again all this shit and I think a lot of people who are writers who are performers like we're all feeling it out here in that it's a really fucking tough time and I don't know I don't know why um I really don't um and it, I'll be honest, it sucks. Like all of it, all of it fucking sucks. <laughs> and yeah. I've <cried> a lot. <laughs> so what's crazy is I feel like number one, I'm so sorry. Like I just, yeah. it's like it's it's so sad. Like that you've had to like wait, like almost hold your breath, and then like it got yeah. your breath got like <laughs> sucker Caught. punched out of you. Yeah, like. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you like, know? Oh, you were about to release that. That's so cute. Yeah, Let me help yeah. you in this punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah. You know, and it's funny because I think that, um, you know, we are, as they say, entering a recession. Mm-hmm. And as we learn, and both of us learn throughout our interview periods, you know, layoffs are prevalent. Uh, it's while I have work right now, I've been working for two months. I don't feel secure either. Like, I yeah. mean, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to invalidate what no. you're feeling, but I'm just saying it's like funny because no. this I, is like, well, and I, I, have a, I have a friend that got a job around the time that you did as well, who was kind of out on the outs and, um, about a couple months in, they had to do layoffs too. And they had to put her yeah on a leave for some time and then she just recently found out that they're not taking anyone back and they might be closing the company down and i've heard so many stories like this yeah. like i have a friend who's who's cfo level like big time like yeah. it's sweetest guy in the world too which is weird for a chief financial officer but <laughs> <laughs> um he interviewed for one of his dream jobs got it then the ceo called him and asked if he had a cpa degree or any kind of licensing for basically accounting which is not a cfo's job that's just not what they do and he's like no i don't have that and he was like well going for we have to have that so um we're gonna have to rescind our offer like (gasps) basically fired Uh, him on the spot because he didn't check his credentials or whatever and i'm I'm just baffled right now. I, the gall of so many of these companies. Well, then, and that's an unnecessary. I just, you yeah, know, so educational demands are just really out of hand. Like, mm-hmm. how many times do we have to prove that you don't need to do these? You don't have to have these pieces of paper to do these jobs. Like, I don't, right. I think it's funny that. There's some just lies about the way we live that just prevail, no matter how right. much they have been proven to be uh, unnecessary or like, like there's some jobs, sure, <coughs> have a degree, I guess. But there's so many things like, like all of our favorite tech companies are like, people Struggling. are getting certificates to get these jobs, yeah. like. But, uh, you know, all these other places, we got to have bachelor's degrees, but like, we, but we rely on this tech to do right. our job. Like, <laughs> And then you, and then you see those ridiculous things that are like, must have a master's degree in this, must do this entry yeah. level job. And you're yeah. like, are you fucking kidding? Like, who's, yeah. who is in charge of hiring right now? And who's in charge of, because I feel like whoever they are, they're just bitter fucks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, which I probably shouldn't say while I'm job searching, but yeah. <laughs> but really, you're all better fucks, and it hurts. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Um, I think you know that I just blanked. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed. I noticed. Was it anything to do with hiring? Was it anything to do with job searching? What to say, what not to say? Oh, okay. So, okay. I remember this. So I was at Lesbians Who Tech this past week. Yeah. That was another thing. That that I did. It was crazy. Um, It was really a funny thing to to work the event. 
but have a moral issue with a lot of things that were happening there or Ooh. in particular a lot of speakers but also like it's a it's a funny line i write in that i i really want pe marginalized people women lgbtq mm -hmm. people i want them all to have these top paying jobs in tech you know i want them to make lots of money and i'm happy to see um us folks you know getting a lot of money but there's also something that comes with that and a kind of a forgetfulness about the reality of <laughs> what mm. it means to be marginalized like it's almost like oh, okay when we get to a certain level we forget about all of our you know our causes and like yeah. kind of just settle in like oh i've made it like you know i'm mm. kind of i'm part of the Get machine now. i'm part of the system yeah like great you're making i don't know like there was a presentation and uh, from mastercard and i was like you know it's so funny because i don't want to hear mastercard talk about how committed they are to helping <laughs> and improving our world because and then like their poster in their title yeah like, yes, like you're just like mastercard really you're gonna i'm sure like i'd love to like talk to your employees and see if they're just so amazing you okay, all, all you do but like they were really excited about um uh, the ability to have your um your chosen name on your on your credit card you know without having to go through as much hassle i can oh, wow. appreciate that i love that but you're still mastercard right like you know <laughs> right like you're still and the president of airbnb was there like our our city hmm. is seeing the mal effects of airbnb how it's driving up rent prices how um apartments sim sit empty because people would rather like um exploit people and like uh, charge them right. exorbitant amounts of rent or you know what i mean so i see the mm -hmm. effects of that it's great to hear about airbnb and how well they're treating their employees because it's a lot of what he was speaking to and um that's amazing um but air you're still like airbnb is still um a big problem right yeah. like it's just yeah. a big problem yeah. um so it's funny because a lot of people were there for recruitment right they were there to, okay. if you weren't at the event for you know just to go and watch all the speakers you might have been there to find a job and i remember being uh, that it was a tech environment i was like yeah sure if i know the jobs you want you're all gonna get laid off here <laughs> it's like it's a weird thing to see these companies like there yeah. Didn't you just have major asthma for Airbnb? He talked about his layoffs. So it's yeah. like, did it, like, I don't know. It's weird. To, it's just well, coming to this. Yeah. 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 To like look at, like, oh, this is so ugly and so gross, but so necessary, right? We do need right. a space for all these lesbians to come together. And, you know, I want everybody to make six figures. And shit, if I got a job, I'd be happy with my six figures. But it's also still like, uh, yeah, this is the, you know, this is a capitalist wet dream, you know, this is what yeah. the man wants from us, and we're all getting led like sheep down there, and like all these people are excited to get jobs, sure, but like, layoffs abound. Oh my god, <laughs> and it's, and it, it sucks too, because like, I've also hosted on like, events like that, and I've been like, should I put my application in? <laughs> like, right? <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
yeah, no, it, and I've said this several times, especially about digital media. Um, the digital market is, or tech in general, is just such a fickle bitch. And like, you never really know how far or how long someone's going to go. Um, you know, certain companies seem to have like a better idea of like what they do, how they handle things. But then there's also like companies that we've worked for that you're like, oh, clearly you're not going to be around much longer. And then they're around for 20 years. And I don't, oh, I, don't no. know, oh. I don't know what's up, what's down. <laughs> That's the worst. It, 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 that is the worst. Mm-hmm. It is the worst. <laughs> You know, of course. <laughs> you're like, oh, for sure, they're gonna go down because their practices are awful. They don't treat people right. Uh, they they're constantly losing money, and they had to lay off people because they couldn't afford them. You're still going, okay? You know, good for you. Yeah. <gasps> it's it's cruel. It's, it's cruel. really cruel. Uh, um, well, I told you that they're hiring for the position they should have just let me stay in and take over. I think we've talked a little bit about that. Are Without getting still into specifics. for that? Yeah, and so Jesus I, you know, Christ. it popped up on my on my thing. I got a little notification for it, which was also even more insulting. And I was like, yeah. you know, and so now I wouldn't be qualified for that job, right? They get to exclude somebody like me, even though I built it like it's just you did well and and (laughs) to a point where that it was like you guys need marie to stay on to finish this because there's some good stuff coming and of course not just bad decisions on bad decisions i i wish i wish i had that sort of confidence you know that ceo who gives a fuck i I don't care if i fire (laughs) all of my company but i'm still gonna be here with my company i'm still gonna be okay like i kind of wish i had a little bit of that selfishness (laughs) Well, I think it's easy to be selfish when you've got a backup plan. Like, I think that's yeah. a, that, that these people aren't just uh, our old bosses have like money, regardless of whether they lose this company or not. Right? <laughs> like, I, <laughs> good for them. They can do it again, right? They can fuck all this up and then go start another kind. And I think that's why that's that assurance is like. I, I mean, they've been fucking shit up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're experts it's, at it. <laughs> yeah. They get to just keep going. Yeah. Keep on going. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And it's so interesting. We're not bitter. We're not bitter everyone. I know. I should be in hiring. Thing. Like, I'm like so bitter. I feel like I should be in hiring. Uh, anybody need a casting director? Um. <laughs> right. Jeez. you know yeah right yeah it's just been it, it was funny because mark and i were kind of sitting on the couch on monday and we were just like you know it's been a weird fucking year it's it's not technically been the worst but it's been awful <laughs> right yes yes it's like this feels good right now but something's coming like that's what it feels like <laughs> yeah this moment yeah. feels amazing, but like, right. <laughs> you know this what would be, be great? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's so funny how many times we've, or at least I've said, well, you know, you know, at least it wasn't this, or at least it was, and then I'm like, I say it again, and I'm like, wow, that sounds so fucking sad. Like, at least mm. they didn't shoot me in the fucking dome. <laughs> like. <laughs> 
I may have a limp, but at least my good oh knee my still bends. Like <laughs> that's the thing. I I I've got crutches. Oh my god! So so I had to go get crutches. Uh, well, I didn't have to, but I I my friend offered me her crutches. She lives in Santa Monica, and I was like, you know what? Monday, I have nothing going on. I'm gonna go down there, uh, pick up the crutches, come home, and like it'll help out. Okay. Uh. I get in the car and the four or five is backed up for at least an hour plus, which would have been a 20 minute drive. And like, this is normal for the four or five, but I was like, someone have better flipped over a freaking oil rig. Um, and I'm just sitting there waiting my car, just thinking about everything that's been going on. Um, like can't even focus on like listening to a podcast or anything. Cause I'm just so irate. Um, and I, I texted Mark and I was like, so I'm still stuck in traffic. Uh, haven't made it to Santa Monica yet. Are we in the bad place? Like, is this? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, no, no, it's just a moment. And it and it always is just a moment. But it's shocking. The card stacking that I, I feel like I, I try not to be very dramatic. I, I like I really feel like I've worked through a lot of that in therapy. But like, mm-hmm come on you guys um but yeah no i finally got there and um crutches were great but they're a little bit too small because i'm a tall ass woman and i was like of course of course of course this is so i just came home and cried on the couch and mark's like okay well that's a good reason to cry yeah (laughs) i you know, are we in the upside down? Yeah, probably. Quite. A, sorry, Mark, but we might be. Yeah. <laughs> Where, where's the Debbie Gorgon? Because I'm like ready to hang out with him, have a cup of coffee. Because yeah. what the hell? I, I, It'll get better. I know. I just wow. I'd I'd love to. I'd love to look at the next day and not be like, who fucking knows? You know, like I'd love to just have a little bit of foresight of what's coming next <laughs> yeah i i think it's just i i think i'm of the of the vein and i was talking to my therapist i was like well at least even if this shit doesn't get better will i be able to get like deal with it better or be free from the like v- like not the weight of it but just the freedom to like relax. live in spite relax and live in spite of it right i i think yeah. that is the hard part, you know, because we have all we have a bullshit life, and then we got a bullshit brain who tells us all this bullshit. <laughs> you know, like it's, right. I was, I just, I told, I said, it's just kind of want to be free and like just be okay with who I am, where mm-hmm. I am, in juxtaposition to the rest of the world, and um, and it, that's the least I can ask for because this shit is. This living shit sometimes is for the birds, uh, right? <laughs> and I don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to be so defeatist as to be like, oh, fuck this, throw the towel in. Um, but I've but, done enough, like, fuck this, I'm going home lately. That I'm like, all right, I've been home. <laughs> yeah. Now what do I do? <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I, Mark and I are kind of vowing to like make a couple of like health changes um Mm -hmm. drink less you know do less weed all all the the good things um 
because we're just we're tired enough as is so that's the stuff's not helping <laughs> who knows yeah though well, that's what i've been talking about like but it's like weird because in that same end you want to give yourself grace for like if you don't do get rid of all those things like are like right away like right. what you know what i mean what yeah i don't know right. it's a hard balance because we also can get caught up in the drudgery of like how we're not doing good enough yet yeah. or we're not doing better yet and we just need to, you know um that's how i talked to my therapist a lot yesterday she's like if you're doing better you're doing better you know just one day at a yeah. time yeah. um and give yourself that reward for doing better so cutting back is great uh, and i think you have but giving yourself grace in the yeah. days you don't cut back right <laughs> you're right i don't you're know totally right. if that makes if that makes any sense no yeah because i think because my mentality has always been like okay things are not going the right way so you get to beat yourself up for a while and then uh, you're gonna come out stronger and it's like no that's never been the case <laughs> that's never worked out um but yeah no i think it's more we're sort of at our wits end at it with everything where it's just like yeah. we feel like we're just pounding on the walls and yeah trying to get anything going and you know the only thing that we can control is what we consume what we don't consume um yeah i don't know that's what i, I understand that too because i feel like that's kind of i've kind of hit it I, i've stagnated again with my weight loss it's funny how it goes i do mm. this and by the way, you're looking amazing. I just need you to Thank know. Thank you. <laughs> I've <laughs> tried. <laughs> no, you, you, you do look really good. And I've been meaning to say that the whole time, but I keep talking. <laughs> no, no, it's thank you. I I, I just want to keep going. And yeah. um, I was like, okay, but like, I, and I think that's how I've reframed it. I was like, there's a lot of chaos in your world right now. But I bet you, you could control how many times a day you eat. Like, because you, mm. and you like the way you feel after you do that. Like, that's yeah. one thing you can, and I don't, and I love that I'm being taught by my nutritionist, like, how to do that without depriving myself or feeling deprived and how it's just a mental switch. Like, oh, right. you really love this food? Okay, then eat, eat half, half of, it. of it later. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? You can wait. And, um... And it's, yeah, it's something you can control. And while I feel like that idea to me was always like, oh, why do I need to have any control over any? Like, why do I have to be in control? Of, like, life right. is life. But, like, actually, sometimes it's really nice to say I did that. Like, I yeah. chose to do better in these situations. And if anything, if that's the only thing I did, I did something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, and I think that's that's the one thing kind of keeping us going right now where it's just like, you know, if nothing else, we ate our Brussels sprouts and our salmon and it was really good. By the yeah. way, we have a really good salmon recipe um, that I can send to you if you want. Do it. We love salmon around here. Fuck yeah. We oh, love salmon. I'll text it to you. Yeah, but yeah. do it. We, it's we, got this like, salmon up. spread and like some like panko on top. It's Ooh. And you do it in the air fryer. Oh. Yeah, and it doesn't take that much time at all because it's air fryer. That sounds really good. Yeah, man. That and a bit of veggies. Oh, so good. I think we've had it a couple times now. <laughs> I, 
I am like, that's, you know, Sam, like, that's, Sam is like one of those things that's so good and so, like, it feels so, what's the word? Rich? Healthy. Is it richer? It, like, does, it feels like butter. Yeah, it's like a really nice, like, ooh, am I even <laughs> watching what I eat? Yeah. <laughs> It feels like a, a richy rich thing, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember when I started, like, eating fish, I started getting stuff from Trader Joe's because they have, like, cheaper frozen uh, cuts of fish. And I remember really? telling my aunt this, and I was, like, in my young 20s, and she's like, oh, you're, you're getting fish? You must be doing really well. And <laughs> I was like... Yeah, yeah, but Trader Joe's makes it cheap. It's, it's pretty good. I don't know how great a cut of meat it is, but I'm, I'm doing okay. I wouldn't say I'm doing good. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah. You, I, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I feel like I'm hearing like a lot of just life is exhausting feelings from both of us. Like, Shit, yeah. this shit sucks. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and it, it's so funny because I, I feel like I'm always the one that's like, yeah, we can do it, we can get it done. And like lately, I'm just like, I don't know what we can fucking do, man. I just, the the world has broken me. <laughs> I, I, I told I we that. we got to see Alec and Jen last night. Oh yay! Uh, yeah, Is it Jen's birthday. It was Jen's birthday, was and she birthday. didn't think that we were going to know, but Mark had looked at Facebook, and um, I didn't realize it, because she was like, do you want to come hang out with us at Alex Bar, who's, which is not far from us, um, on Monday? I was like, absolutely, that sounds like a fun time. And I thought we were just going for drinks or like hanging out, and then Mark was like, did you know it's Jen's birthday today? I was like, oh, she didn't tell us. And then <laughs> we said happy birthday when she walked up, and she's like, how did you guys know? I love that. So Jen, you I know. miss that lady. Yeah, she's good people. Yeah, she is. She is. You'll see her again soon. I hope so. I was, I was, I was thinking of trying to arrange something, but when I'm down there, but maybe on an evening, just a quick dinner, because I'm there all week. So maybe, maybe. What do I know? What do I know? Um, you should, if you can, get the chance to do it. You should try and go to Alex Bar when he's working. Because uh, that staff treats you right. Yeah, that's a good okay. Let me. Uh, I gotta text Alex. I have his number now, so hey, <laughs> yeah, I will do that. Um, I am excited for Halloween Horror Nights, though. Yeah, those. okay. It's, can we talk about that? Because like, yes. I am excited, but I'm also petrified. Like, Why? I feel like I've gone to one haunted house in my adult life. And I rem remember um, being with my friend and, like, pushing my friend in front of the danger. And, like, there's, <laughs> like, you're, like, not, you're not supposed, and I hear this is even scarier than that I'm little corn maze. very nervous to be in the fucking wheelchair for this experience. Oh, I'm suddenly uh, very nervous. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I'm going to hold on to the wheelchair. I'm going to push it because I don't want anybody to touch it. It's like zombie or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm gonna have to put my hands on the wheels to like stop it. <laughs> Take her. <laughs> She's weak. I'm not gonna lie to you. That'll be a very funny bit. <laughs> Sacrificing the weak. <laughs> Take her. She's weak. Yay! <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I feel like I'm very qualified for that for that scene to play out. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. This is, I think. Um... <laughs> so you so you're scared. You're scared of, or you're nervous I'm, about the scariness. I'm, yeah, I'm a scaredy cat. I'm a scaredy I am cat. Um, I I'm a scaredy cat. Like, here's the thing: is that there's a, a clear, um, like it says, "Do not touch." The performers. The, the performers. Yeah. And I was telling Nico, I said, Nico, here's the thing. I don't want to touch the performers. <laughs> what I'm saying is if somebody gets close enough for me to sock them and I'm scared, like, do you know what I mean? Like, what yeah. if it's just my natural reaction? You punch someone out. <laughs> Who's scaring you? So I was like, I need, like, I need people to tell, like, do they touch you? How close do they get? Like, what is the deal? Because I'm not trying to be the one kicked out of university because I did with my body, my fighter. I think I've talked about this. My fight or flight instinct is way off. It's way off in that I fight when I should fly and I fly when I should fight. And then it's a mess. Okay. Well, this might be a good weekend to calibrate it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and like uh, you, you're gonna have, a, you're gonna be surrounded by friends. Um, yeah. And I, I have a good feeling that Tori's in the same boat. That if anyone gets near him, he would clock somebody. Yeah. Like I can see Tori's, Tori's not really a touchy feely guy to begin with. So, hi, babe. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, don't touch. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the occasional hug between friends. Yeah, uh, but yeah, no, I, I think as far as I know, they don't touch. And like, I've known people who performed in those shows, and like, they're, I think they're just as scared at getting punched out as they, as we are getting super scared. So, okay, well, that's good. To you know, know, they're trying, they're trying to protect themselves too. <laughs> Jeez. Um, yeah. I just, I find it hilarious that we are doing this, right? That we're going to go and scare ourselves on purpose. That's yeah, the and we're paying, and we're paying for it. Yeah. We're paying for it. For me to potentially say after the very first maze or thing that I'm not <laughs> I was like, like I real no, actually, I well, I have a game plan. So they have non-scary things. Oh, okay, cool. That you can like go to, mm -hmm. um, and I like Nico's like you can go take a rest. I'll stay with Tori. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was like, you know is what? Nico's I'm super into in the horror. This is their favorite season. I we have like. Every, we have horror and scary movies playing all, like yeah even when we're like because sometimes we're just chilling and we just throw something on the tv um when we're just doing that and we don't have anything to watch they'll put on a holly halloween episode okay. of whatever cart like we've watched all of the bob's burgers, bob's burgers. and all of the halloween episodes what about brooklyn 99 did you guys get into that 
Oh, I mean, uh, I like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We haven't watched the Halloween episodes. Um, so we've good. done the Office ones. Yes. Um, but yeah, this, this is, we watched Hellraiser a couple days ago, which is a fucked up movie. We watched the new one. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, how do you judge a scary movie? It scared me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was so, scary. Yes, it was good. It was <laughs> I it worked for me, right? Yeah. I just, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, I don't like scary movies. I just don't. I, 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 I don't. I can go for thriller. Thriller is probably the best, but I am the most chatty when it comes to scary things because I. I have to like in my brain I have to either make it funny or I have to make a joke or something to like dissociate from the imagery or the whatever um <laughs> yeah or the violence and uh, I like not my favorite it's not my favorite Well you know I'm a jokester oh, I yeah. joke when I'm nervous um so be ready it's oh right uh, trust me it, the the jokes will be flying between the two of us yeah. and uh, <laughs> like i i'm very vocal <laughs> I, yeah i feel yeah. that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> then there's also the other there's, there's the nerdy side of me that likes to like break down like what the costume pieces are or like what they used for like the blood effect or whatever and i'm just like how did you do that i'm terrified what is that is that popcorn is that <laughs> like i Tell suddenly become detail. very nerdy. <laughs> well i feel maybe and i know that i have a little bit of um that in me i almost wonder if it's a way to calm your nerves like to bring it back to mm -hmm. its raw materials like you're not real this yeah. is why that's made out of popcorn that's you know what i mean like yeah. it's a way of recentering yourself um yeah but yeah Ugh. it's a it's a self-soothing thing yeah we, we, yeah we went and saw nope in the theater and so uh, it's oh so it's scary it's not so scary but there there was definitely a moment that i it was a bit of a, a fake out but i there was one particular part where he's walking by himself um in some scary and i was like oh fuck no and i just said that so loud that the entire audience started laughing <laughs> and i was like i'm just, like it was one of those things that i was just like i i almost like had to entertain the audience so that i didn't like w keep watching <laughs> i feel that i feel that i feel that yeah. deeply yeah <sighs> Yeah, but why did it say that's the thing? Like, we're having this conversation, right? And we right. get scared easily. But because our friends are going, we're going. Right? Like, that's <laughs> it was legitimately the only reason. I've, yeah, never like, done I've never done Hollywood Horror Nights. I think I almost auditioned for them once. And then I was just like, you know what? I don't think I even want to be there in <laughs> doing yeah. this. Um, I think because when it when it's with friends, it's a shared experience, and like the laughter comes a little bit more easily when like we can just be like, "Oh my god, that one thing!" Like it's a shared trauma. <laughs> what are enough. we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> right. Fair enough. I. Uh, 
I'm just. But here's the thing: if you need to bounce and like go to a local bar or something like that, I'll go with you. <laughs> Nico and yeah. Tori can go, and I'll go with you. Well, there's other lands. Like that's what I'm saying: is the other lands yeah, right. are open, so we can go to the not, but also the drinking too. Either way, actually. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about which it, is, which is funny because <laughs> I like just said that we're like lowering then- our our intake, <laughs> but like after scary shit, like I might have a couple. Uh, <laughs> we'll find out. But is there is there any Bob's Burgers attractions anywhere? I would imagine it would be at Universal. We are going to Universal, right? Like that's where yeah. that is. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I don't think so, but what I do know is that um well, that I have not seen many Bob's Burgers installations or anything like that anywhere but Comic-Con, really. I feel yeah. like that's the only place that gives Bob's that kind of love. Um, but it would be cool. Um, but here's at the same time, here's the thing, Simpsons world. I can see in that there, the way that they're funny is, is it partly in its animation. And I think that Bob's burgers, yeah, their animation is great, but like, I don't know that Besides through the, those walkthroughs to the restaurants that they create, I'm just trying to think of how you create a world around them. I mean, mm, hey, people mm-hmm. smarter than me can do it. But, um, you know, maybe a Wonder Wharf. Oh, my God. Kind of yes. Um, oh my, especially if they took over, like, Santa Monica Pier and did, yeah, like... That, see, that could be cute. That could be cute. I want that. <laughs> but, like, other than that, like, I don't know, like, what you would do. And granted, I mean, there are people with bigger brains and more creative than I that think of these things. But I just feel like Simpsons, I see it, right? I see yeah. what kind of world the they could have. Horror is already established. Yeah. 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 They have their own. yeah. yeah. I haven't caught but up with Simpsons in a minute, um, but I heard that the recent Treehouse of Horror just came out. Okay. I well I was told to also watch maybe it's the same episode. Um to watch the recent episodes because they're just like perfect to my life situation and I want to know what that means. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Does it, doesn't that make you wonder when someone says, "Oh, this is perfect for you." And you're like, "In what way?" <laughs> I think Marge gets a job as a PA is what happened. Oh, okay. At, yeah, and you know, granted, of like, so the lesbians who tech event that I just worked, I were, oh. I you know, um, um, I was originally just supposed to volunteer, and then you know, I got sucked into doing something because they needed help. But I <laughs> had somebody in my ear the whole time complaining about how horrible everything we were doing was. Oh, and on I your imagine system. Uh, well, in our in our ears, or but yeah. like literally okay. also standing next to me, oh, and God. she wasn't uh, so unhappy with things I was doing, but just a combination. We couldn't get anything right, and I imagine from what I hear about PAs on set, it mm. seems like that's probably (laughs) well sucking uh, all the time (laughs) well kind of so pas are basically in the totem pole of uh cinema pas are kind of like the background of they they do the grunt work they're usually they're the longest they're usually the ones treated the worst um they're usually straight out of college just trying to do a job um yeah uh, (laughs) but 
I I wouldn't say anytime like a if it's like a professional set if it's a PA that's complaining they're usually not there the next day. <laughs> Fair enough, and maybe yeah, maybe I'm hearing these horror stories hopefully later, but I just sure. um, it's it's a funny thing to do events and really and you know this as we produce virtual events. Um, nobody's ever fucking happy. But guess what? I mm-hmm. think it's funny is these people who complain about how the events go don't ever stop and ask how, how the end client yeah, feels. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. or how we're doing. I, but it's like the end client is usually happy with the end product, right? They're usually, they're usually so happy. Like, it's the people that are just there to experience the event or the whatever it is are usually like, no, that was great. I feel like I got a lot out of it. And, like, what a cool thing to do. Um, yeah and yeah no i remember doing some events for some companies and just being like nothing i do or say will make you happy and like i have to be okay with that because you're just my client and that's just how it shakes out but you won't be happy for anyone (laughs) and i i hope i hope i'm not that part i hope i really do hope that i never get that mentality where i'm just like this ugh, that ugh. And I know I've been that person before, but I just, I, I never want to be a very particular person <laughs> that I've worked for. Oh, and I always feel like it's always the people who are the ickiest um, are always the ones who are the, and I don't want to say the cheapest, but who will slash your budget for, you know, mm. unnecessary stuff and then wonder why things, you know, are working as well. Get done. Yeah. Like that was a lot of the issue is. Um, I felt like we probably should have put more money into our tech in that time, um, period. Like there was, you know, we had to manually do a lot of things that you do with tech or like we had no stage hands. And so turnover was tight and that's all while it's being live streamed so we're not doing it fast for the live streaming like there's three of us down on the floor here turning over a whole stage like striking it and putting it and i was i was like maybe you should have spent a little bit more money on your production your your production Mm -hmm. like you could have put a little bit more money but you sure had the best coffee in the in the world up in the vip lounge you know who's coffee um, I, well, they had a person. It was good coffee. I mean, I did go okay. there. I mean, but they had yeah. a person in the VIP lounge, a barista. They had a barista uh. live there. But I'm like, that could you got you could have hired me another production staff. <laughs> right. I, thank you for the fancy coffee, but also yeah. I could really use an extra hand yeah. moving these things yeah. to make it faster for your liking. Yeah, or um, maybe we don't give everybody a fancy swag bag. I mean, with a Rolex in it. Like, do you know? I, mean? I don't. Know. I don't know if they had Rolexes. I, mean, I was just gonna like, say, was there? But you know, it's just like do we give. Like, I think that's important to the experience. But when that's not the the per, the first and foremost experience is at a tech event, mm-hmm. is the tech. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like it, it, it's it, it is cool to pamper guests, especially when they're VIPs. Like it's cool to like have something there that's like, oh, I I didn't have this at my last event or whatever. But I, if it comes at the expense of the actual like event, <laughs> this is not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, eh, 
everybody knows what they're doing. You know, everybody wants to tell. But she was like, I'm going to tell you how to do this better. And I was like, oh, you know what sucks for you is that like, and the funny thing is, so the people who were ended up working for this event were all of San Francisco nightlife. There were all a bunch of event producers. You had every, like the years of experience that you had on your team is like for you to say, I'm going to teach you something about how to produce events. When you just started this event 10 years ago and your first few years were just like meeting like um, park meetings, like Facebook event style, like don't tell me about how you're going to produce this event better. You just (laughs) like that. It was just like the years of experience in this room and you're going to teach us all something. Like I, it was yeah. Uh, and, and it's interesting when we go to these conferences or we apply to these companies that we already know inevitably have like bad shit attached to them or like aren't operating very well and yet we go to them for advice on top of like hoping to get a gig with them what yeah <laughs> what awkward shit are we doing yeah yeah I, I, there was a moment I was like, wait, why don't I, I told her, I said, I got some things for you. <laughs> I said, I've got some notes for you. you. Like, I did. Because one of the very first things she asked me, she said, well, what do you, what, what should have been done better? I said, oh, well, we should have, because what we, we didn't have a tech day and a dress rehearsal. We had a tech oh, you and dress to. rehearsal you the same to. day together. Mm-hmm. No, no. Your tech no. team needs to go through their lighting, AV, their con- all, all the- by themselves before the person Yes. Yeah. You know. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I've been on every side of the stage. And, uh, like, people need their rehearsal time. It, I, I don't care how professional you are. I don't care if you probably would have nailed it. Someone on your team needs that run through. That And then, then that way you have got it down by the time the people who are, like, our MCs, we want to, then they should have been the next The big day. bucks. When we have yeah. the cues in and everything it was just and she looked at me so shocked like a whole day it's like yes oh my god i was like you've got five stages here you've got like two days of 12 hours of two days and 12 hours of contents and lighting and sound cues for each of those moments and like there was one day where the the um the speakers switched out every 15 minutes no. So that's a whole nother set of cues. For 12 like, hours? Oh, it felt like 12 hours. I think so. Ne- from nine to six, eight hours. But no, we're there still, at seven and gone an eight. Every 15 minutes, that's like how many people? That's uh, like at least, uh, so two would be, okay, this is where the math comes hard. Uh, so four an hour. Um, so times that by eight, that's what, 24? Yeah. And then you got to switch. Yeah, that's, I mean, at least, because then also we're, some of them are panels, so we have to strike the stage and put couches and chairs up there, and so then, and then it goes suddenly mm. from six people to two people on stage, and then, yeah. or six, six to one, and it's like, yeah, we Madness. needed a chance to run through practicing that, and it's weird to me that people don't realize, yeah, I want to practice putting this stuff on and off the stage. I want to see how long it's going to take me. I want to know how long it's going to strike. I want to know if we're going to be able to line these 
chairs up correctly so the the camera could get them so that the live stream is accurate like so that yeah. and so that the the lip syncer the lip reader who is typing out not the lip you know the ASL person can uh -huh. can hear everything in right. time and see the lips move like I don't like we gotta figure that out before your hosts come out and want to walk through like right not right. four hours or, <laughs> or do a bit or as um geekscape listeners will remember um when london went over in his time at la comic-con last year proposing to heidi and got reamed out by the stage manager after he proposed his his girlfriend and now after last friday his now wife well, it's great. Well, I mean, that was me. I mean, I had yeah. to tell. No, I believe that. <laughs> um, Cameron Esposito. I don't know if you've ever heard of her, but she's. I a love Cameron Esposito. Yes, matter. She is so sweet, so funny, so hilarious. But we God, had so much shit lately. But yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She has. Um, and I taught her. Um, proudest moment of my life. I taught her how to open up a beer bottle with a lighter. But um, <laughs> yeah. I, Marie, I, I'm just, ugh, I'm so jealous that you got to hang out with Cameron Esposito for one. Uh, two, that's so cool. Yeah, right. Isn't that amazing? She cool. walks out because it's after the show. She just finished, and I'm standing there, and she's like, "Hey, do you have a beer opener, or are you one of those people who knows how to open up a beer? Open a beer with without a opener. I was lighter. I was like, um, "Have you seen me?" And she's like, "Well." <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can. <laughs> so I run back there, I pop open a couple. And then it, I love it. I like, love it because you probably met like, have you seen like look at me? And yeah. she was probably like she probably took it as like, do you even know who I am? And yeah. she's like, I mean, I've seen you around. Yeah, exactly. And I that's what I think is funny um with me because my personality is pretty like consistent no matter who you are it's yeah. it really is i've always been that i think i take people off guard because i think they're used to being talked to a very specific way and i'm like okay. what's up fellow lesbian you know that's <laughs> how i'm looking i'm like you're cool i was like die no i was like i'm an old i told her i said i'm an old dyke of course i know how to open up a, <laughs> a, a beer bottle with a <laughs> It was just so funny. Oh, what I wouldn't <laughs> give to be a fly on that wall. Oh, it was really cute. She was, and she was really sweet about it. Um, and then it was funny because her friend was back there and she's like the National uh, Center for Lesbian Rights. She's the director. So she's cool. a big name too. And she's like, well, I want to learn too. <laughs> so I'm back ah! there teaching these like powerful women how to open up a beer yeah. with a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> like yes <laughs> I, think, I think i've got our title for this episode opening a beer right <laughs> yes there you go there you go can, you, can you verbally describe what you do with the lighter to crack it because i've seen you do this before i think i saw you do this in seattle but i don't know how you do it it's funny because it's just about creating leverage it really right. just is about creating leverage and okay, best joke, probably inappropriate because you know I, I when I get nervous, I get jokey, and when I get jokey, you don't know what's happening. Yeah, same, 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 <laughs> same, same, same. So, director um, of NCLR, which is the National Center Center of Lesbian Rights, 
She's got, <laughs> she's, I told her, you need to take the long, thin part and grip it at the top. <laughs> and I said, I understand that as a lesbian, that's not a familiar position. Familiar for you. <laughs> you, can, you know, people don't talk to her like that. It was really, <laughs> you know, that people don't talk to her. Like, but you do, you grip All the you top. Just say, I'm a comedian. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, this is, but it, it, it was, I was like, you grip the top, you insert it at, like, I don't know. Um, the, at the most the, open part, like the almost okay. open, when, and where I, like, fingers meet. Yeah, where my fingers meet, I'll shove the lighter in so it's at an angle that, like, so I can't explain. Like basically, so it's <laughs> caught on the rim, so it's it doesn't got move, it. and then you pull up, Yank but you got to keep that tight squeeze so it still stays in that because otherwise it'll move out of its pivot point. Okay. Okay. I think I, I think I get that. And you're doing it with the butt of the lighter, right? Yes. Yes. On the widest, widest side of it. But okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So I basically did. Nobody learned anything. I don't think Cameron Esposito or Imani Report Gordon know how to do it any better now. But they have a core memory with me because the next time they try to do it, they're going to think about the fact that I try to teach them, right? <laughs> Have you ever done stand-up? I did for a little bit when I was um, in college. Um, let me tell you, Katie. The yeah. reason why I didn't continue doing stand-up is I am not... I am quick in very specific settings. I'm yeah. not quippy enough. And I really feel like I would either kill a heckler... Or they would kill me. Like, I don't know if I have that, like, I'd either go too Ability hard to, or, yeah. like, be like, uh, and I'd start crying. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's why <laughs> I, I didn't want to do stand-up. Like, that is okay. such a silly thing. And maybe something I, I can work on with my new therapist. Um, but, yeah, I did a little bit. I had a decent set. I believe um, it. Like, and, and I believe that you would have a, a continuously good set. And I, my, like, back of my brain dream is that, like, you, me, Mark, all do a stand up gig. And, um, and it's the happiest we are. <laughs> I, I think we could do something together no matter what. Like, that would yeah. be funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's so funny because the thing about, I remember talking because I used to hang out with just a lot of comics. One of my closest friends, Anthony, known him for years. He put me on first time. And so I've got all these friends that are comics. And so I was really excited about it. But I remember watching them get heckled and not liking the way some people did it and not liking some, like, and knowing yeah. that I wasn't there. Like, you're going to get heckled as a comedian. You're going yeah. to get heckled. And yeah. while that's fine, sure. But like, if I'm not in the right headspace, it could ruin my, like not ruin my career, but I don't ever want to be the person like crying <laughs> on stage. <laughs> like that is. You know what? Horrifying. What if you were? What if you were? And you're oh, well, just that, like, maybe, wow. that's another story. That's another story I could create. Right. <laughs> I mean, what if you cried it out and you're like, look at what you've done. Look at what you've done. You've ruined everyone's night. I'm sending anyway. you my therapist bill. 
<laughs> Mike actually has this uh, obsession with watching people taking down hecklers, and it's funny how much like that. It's a, it's a skill. It's a total skill set, and like. Mm-hmm. It, it's dependent on like your personality and your style of comedy. Some people can do it really well. Some people are yeah. effortless at it. And that takes a lot of time and a lot of road trips. Um, some people are not good at it and it hurts yeah. everyone. Yeah. There's a, this is Indian comic that I absolutely love. And like, yeah. he'll just like be like, you know, he just like, especially if it's a white person, like oh, yeah. come, you know, he goes straight into you colonizer mode like he yeah. just, like, like and i just am so impressed by him and then i saw another guy i remember i because there's like there is like this kind of thing on facebook and tiktok these videos where you see people just taking down hecklers and i remember one guy just turning to this woman like you're a horrible fucking human. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, no, 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 I don't want to hear it. You're a shit human being. And, and was, Everybody but, agreed when we came yeah. here tonight that like, yeah. we were going to be cool, we were going to laugh and have yeah. fun, but you were ruining it. Yeah. So you're a horrible human being. Yeah, he's like, you were, because she was just saying all this, sh- and then it's funny because <laughs> she said, she said, uh, so she admitted to being single. It's like, yeah, you see him turn around and say, yeah, I believe it. Like, I know you are. <laughs> like, like that timing, I'm just, if I could do, but I think it's because I'm not a mean person in that way. Well, and I think that's the thing is that like, because your, your communication is a lot of joy. And I would, I would encourage you to watch um, some Taylor Thomason for one. She's uh, one of my favorite comics right now. And she's, kind of on genius level how she communicates with her audience like she does a lot of crowd work um and and she already gets people on her side just because of how how she is in personality so like i don't think that's gonna be hard at all um the other one i would recommend his name is steve hofstetter he takes down hecklers unlike anyone i've seen before he's like He's just like a sniper. He's like he doesn't let anything pass. It's 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 pretty cool to watch. Yeah, I, I will tune in because I I think it's I think it's important because it just and it's always the same kind of people too yeah. that are heckling and yeah. um it's it's I can't it doesn't even like enter into my head that I would disrupt someone's show. And maybe it's mm-hmm. because I understand what it's like. The, 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 the self, like the power and bravery it takes to get up on that stage and it's try to make people laugh. I, I don't care what anybody says. I think um, comedy is always going to be harder than drama. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that, and then going, taking that a step further and, being in a place in a small room where people only came to see you let make them laugh like that that is all they're there for that's yeah. that's a lot of pressure and it is, it is. I, I and I feel like um because I've been toying around with getting back into stand-up because I don't know what the fuck else to do at this point but um I feel like the the mindset to go in with is that I, a lot of the comedians that I really enjoy and really love watching and just like become fascinated and enamored with are not just doing the set for themselves and to make themselves laugh. They're doing it to make themselves and the audience laugh. And so like, it's a shared experience. 
Um, and when everybody is on board just with that notion of like, we really want to have fun. Um, please be good. Please don't be awful. And the comic comes on and has the same, same thing. Like, I really want to have fun. Please don't be awful. I think usually it, it's a little bit more, it works in line. Um, but it depends on the room and it depends on how drunk people are. It really does. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's hard. It's really yeah. fucking hard. And, and I, and I just, I can't like who, and I, and this is another thing where I said, this is how entitled, another way you can see entitlement manifesting and i think people don't mm -hmm. normally see it's like heckling as entitlement but it is it's another way people are being entitled to the space and thinking mm -hmm. that that you know there's almost like an ownership like your job is to make me funny because i pay make me laugh because i paid this money and so mm -hmm. if you're there you're not doing that they feel entitled to speak and i don't understand that place of thinking right. at all <laughs> that's like, that privileged thought yeah. yeah like what is that like entering into space and making noise like what just because <laughs> you know like what i don't know it's it's funny because you gotta be a special kind of person and a real big asshole to go and heckle but there's a lot of them yeah there's, there's a, a lot, lot of hecklers <laughs> that does it we're we're doing stand-up we're uh, I, i've already decided we're okay. all gonna do it okay <laughs> well let's figure it would be funny if we could do like a have you ever seen like, like a, a, a i think who's done who have i seen that does like a multiple person on stage like set um well Moshe Kasher or no the three mic thing well, Jeff Foxworthy and all of his okay. like redneck crew, they do yeah. a full like they'll have like four or five of them on stage. Like Yeah. Doing yeah, thing. and doing like audience thing or or just like chatting with each other. And it but it's this it's basically a stand up routine. I just love it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we're making this happen. I'm so excited. Marie, is there anything this week that you're excited for besides coming and seeing my gimpy ass? <laughs> um i uh i'm doing stuff this week i'm going to and maybe this is good i'm going to a preemptive halloween little Ooh. it's not as intense okay um, more kid-friendly but i'm doing a little halloween thing this weekend and this friday i am also stage managing a drag show which i'm really excited about it's like a dia de los muertos <laughs> drag show yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. lots of photos i love that you posted uh something on tiktok i was like oh marie posted on tiktok i know i'm trying to because i'm realizing um and this sounds very silly but uh, i try to spend more time on tiktok because i realize if you're not on tiktok there is literally a whole lot of the conversation that you are out of just about life. I don't, yeah. it, it doesn't matter where, like you, like by the time it gets to Instagram or you find out these, like it's old news. Like yep. it, it's really weird. Um, and I mean, maybe not all of it's important, but there are some interesting conversations going on um, that on TikTok. And I really feel yeah. like, um you're missing out and i was like well then i should post like and tiktok i feel like is a little bit more um laissez-faire with what you post right like you get to kind of just be whoever you want instagram is all about curation and making mm -hmm. it look pretty um and tiktok's just about re Quick, being reactive sustainable, yeah yeah, yeah. 
I, I there there's one moment I follow and she's really just a react channel and I'm like I don't know why I'm so entertained by a woman watching another person's video but yep. I am yeah because her commentary is hilarious well I watched this one lady and she um <clears throat> she only reacts to um what's that show sister wife show oh yes uh, sister I think it's called sister wives right or Oh that oh oh okay I I didn't realize that TLC was doing a show like that I was thinking Handsmaid Tale but yep go ahead so, close enough but <laughs> but she just reacts to it and I'm obsessed because I don't have to watch the show anymore but I, and she'll like point out all the things that I probably would have assumed were problem would have probably caught that were problematic as well and she just kind of gives it to me it's like the Cliff's notes yeah. With with like some woke uh, analysis, and I love it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. What about you? What's what's going on in your week coming up? Um, I have an MRI tomorrow. Hopefully, Yay. the machine is working by then, so um, we'll get some answers on what the hell's going on with my knee. Really praying for them to be like you, stupid white bitch. You just tweaked it, and that's it. Um, if it's anything torn um it's gonna be a very expensive 2022 and 2023 that's for goddamn sure because uh that that half of the deposit for the wedding's going down pretty soon and i'm (laughs) (laughs) everything's great i love it um someone give me a job um yes so that's happening um I am doing a bachelorette weekend with my my sister and my bridesmaids um, over the weekend. Okay. We are going to wine country. I'm very excited about it. I'm a little nervous, though, because my sister is not feeling the greatest and um, is testing negative for COVID. But I'm worried that that might be something. <laughs> and I might have my sister, <laughs> my maid of honor at my bachelorette. Which <laughs> she literally organized the entire thing. And I'm like, can I catch a break please just one right you know Ugh. um but we'll have fun no matter what i know that um yeah uh and then after that uh i'm going back to work for a couple of different places random gigs and um trying to make ends meet trying to find the next thing <sighs> yeah uh-huh. yeah there will be good days ahead i i know I, it I- um you're just such an amazing person like i feel like that's maybe i almost feel like sometimes i'm not um i don't honor that enough in you because i know this has been a tough time i was there with you until recently so but i just you're a good person and i'm hoping and at least this is how i think of it that like maybe you're waiting longer because the the gig is bigger the next big gig the gig is big you know, maybe <laughs> the gig is big. I, yeah. You know, I, I, I would love that to happen. Um, and I, and I love how many friends it's, it, it reminds me of like when I've had friends that have been like down and sad and like, I'm like, I believe something good is coming for you. And they're like, I, I don't. And I'm like, well, let me believe that for you. And I've kind of been like, okay, I'm going to let my friends believe <laughs> that good things are coming for me. Cause I'm just kind of, waiting for that to yeah i get it 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 i, I literally even googled how do i change my luck 
And there's a wiki how that is hilarious. Really? By the way, yeah, it's very funny. Um, yeah, I'll have to pull it up sometime. But as always, my dear friends, please remember that the universe is absolute chaos. So please be kind. You never know what's going on. Uh, Marie, do you have any final thoughts? I do. Um, if you um, have a weighted blanket, make sure it's not the kind with the beads in it. Because the beads will eventually start falling out at night and stick into your skin when you sleep. Really? Yeah. Did not know this. Yeah. I think I totally have a beaded weighted blanket, which I'm very excited for. Um, I did use it once, and I won't do that now because I wash- it was heavy on my knee. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, yeah. So there's certain kinds that the beading comes out. So that's it. I'm also giving helpful <laughs> life tips, Katie. <laughs> I love my weighted blanket. Those little beads, so fuck them. All right. So the title's gonna be. <laughs> Opening a beer with Marie, <laughs> also talking about the beads. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 